Hello, everyone. I'm Trent Luce. Welcome to another edition of Rural Route to the program where we gather every day at this time and we strategize what we get for our Valentine. No, what we actually do is we discuss the <laughs> issues between food production and food consumption. And on a Tuesday, this day before Valentine's Day, we bring in Andrew Henderson from the UK, Jay Truitt from Texas. Bingo. You want to be in Texas, Jay? Um, for the short term, I'm going to be in Texas today. I could be Texas, Jay. Okay. I, there's probably another one somewhere. It's a big state, you know, as they say. Well, it's multiplying mm -hmm. by the day. It it's, is. I believe for, it's the, the second biggest beef steak. Is that right, Trent? It depends uh, on the week. Sometimes yeah. it might be first or second, one of the two. It, it also, I mean, you, you got to be fair about the square miles thing there too, right? And, yeah. Okay. Come on. Hey, that's, so that's a we win. Uh, we win. We win a lot of battles just based on square miles, right? Uh, so okay. Andrew's not going to know the answer to this question, Jay. Uh, but that sentiment was about total beef animals, so that would include right. calf and stalker and feed yard. Texas right. is clearly number one in just simply the cow calf sector for the UK audience. That would be the sucklers, right? Andrew, what is number two in terms of cow-calf states in the nation? Oh, this is a good one. It's an important one. If you get it wrong, I'll never forgive you. <laughs> oh. And actually, I think I get to go on the cruise with your wife for your birthday. <laughs> My wife wrong. doesn't want a booby prize at this stage of her life. Yeah, no, probably not. Right? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Some, yeah, but uh, I, bribe, I, some, I see that's what they do. They bribe people, Trent. Have you uh -huh. seen that? It's yeah, cool how it works. Um, yeah. Well, look, yeah. he's got a nice mug. All right. Ooh. What's the <laughs> second cow calf state in the nation, Andrew? I might have spoken in that state on Saturday night. Saturday night. Is it Missouri? Missouri, yeah, number no. two, and cow calf. Yep. Did the, I get uh, that right? You did. You win. Yeah. You get to go on the oh, cruise with Claire. Yeah, <laughs> uh, right. Yeah, you want on a cruise on an Italian Where am I cruise line with your wife, Jay. Just yeah. You know what? Uh, You're more than welcome. When? If listen, if you think if you think you can take my wife on a cruise, because uh, she is just an anti-cruise ship kind of person. If you think you can oh. drag her onto a cruise ship. Lord help you for the next however many days you're <laughs> you're on there. She I'm she sorry, loves being on the ocean, but sorry, she doesn't I, like I, being I, outside of the side of land. I should have known. I should have known. Yeah. A cruise is one thing, but a yacht is far better, isn't it? Is Bingo, that what we're talking right? about? Yeah. yeah. My my wife is more of a yacht. Uh, yacht type of, uh, uh, I think she's clear. Whoa, 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 Jay. Let's just keep you out of hot water here. Your wife is not a yacht. Your wife yacht is a yacht is a, person. A yacht person. Correct. She's not a right. yacht. Oh, I thought you were yeah. going to say. No, I could. I, I could have got say. in trouble there. You're right. Thank you. I thought Trent. you were going to say Jay's Jay's wife was hot there. I was thinking, Ooh, that's a bit. Well, she is hot, right? Oh yeah, I mean, no, yeah, she's yeah. hot. Uh, yeah. We could find pictures. Meanwhile, back to the corner. Super Bowl. <laughs> Super Bowl, yeah. Well, the we got to get out is, of this story. Wait a minute. So, what no, the pictures are you going to show us? For goodness sake, man. Is there no, no she's a beautiful woman, right? There's posters. Uh, I mean, she's got posters. She was a Mrs. Missouri, um, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, there's lots of pictures of my wife scattered around. 
Okay. We can't get so away from that. that. No, okay. the uh, the big news in the Super Bowl this morning, though. You, I listen. I know you guys missed the big news, and that is that a uh, body language expert confirmed that uh, Travis, uh, Kelsey, and Taylor Swift really are in love. Oh, well, and uh, the the kiss at the end of the Super Bowl when the, she finally came down to the field it was confirmed to be real. So. Uh, I think the term is going to end up being T squared, right? Because in America, they always you know, come up with you nicknames know, you know, for it, couples. What an, interesting, so. what an interesting observation that is. So are you telling me that um, the people that read the room in that way are to be trusted? Well, I think there is something to it, right? I mean, I do believe that um, I learned, a, I mean, a long time ago in a career field that I once had right how to how to make those <laughs> casual observations. He's trying not to tell anybody what it was now. But anyway, <laughs> listen, I I actually do think reading the room is very important, and there's an awful lot of commentary uh, suggesting that Vladimir Putin is the person telling the truth here after his interview with Tucker. It so was a pretty great. interesting interview. Right. Yeah. I didn't know. Uh, I got to be honest. I haven't watched the entire thing, but I've watched well, uh, a pretty big chunk of the me. snippets. I, haven't right? watched it all, but I, I, I have to say, it doesn't matter what Tucker says. It's the it's how he answered the questions. And um, yeah. there's an awful I, I imagine there's an awful lot of people, uh, politicians around the world. And by the way, to be fair, backed up. Everything Putin said was backed up by um one uh, Robert F. Kennedy as well. He's backing everything that Putin set up. So that's quite interesting too. So um, with uh, videos and God knows what. So it, I, I do think that that's starting to resonate. And uh, I think that I think we should have more reading of body language because I actually do believe in that as well. And I think yeah. we would then start to realize who the real liars are out there. Because I think that needs to be called out. Once people, uh, you know, I agree, Andrew. I don't disagree with you, but I think some of these folks have been lying so long they don't know they're lying anymore, and so it's go. not as effective as you think. Yeah, and I, 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 may, I couldn't agree with well that more. That, that may well be true, and there may well be people who have learned how to, shall we say, uh, slide under the the, the view detector, under the light. But, but, I, but I'm, but I'm, I'm, I'm also trying to work out. Uh, I'm also trying to work out, um, you know, what what that really means in terms of, say, somebody doing a, a stereograph test. Do you think that those are accurate or not? Yeah, I don't. I'm not the right person to ask about that. But I do know, again, to Trent's point, I listen to uh, uh, people that try to teach you how to beat those tests, right? And those sorts of things explain one time that if you'll always tell a partial lie, then you'll, you'll never have the tells. And it's, I mean, that's kind of an interesting dynamic, right? And to, to Trent's point, I think we've, we've found ourselves in a, in a space and time uh, in our country where um, if you turn on the TV, you know that, you, you know that what you're hearing is not the, the actual truth. And so you spend your time trying to discern. Um, and people like me, I finally just give up, right? Uh, because mm -hmm. I just assume that it's, uh, it's essentially 
somewhere around 90% false information. Uh, and I, I mean, I really don't even believe much of the weather reporting today because they're so busy trying to turn it into a dollars and cents impact, which is not, that's no way to measure the so, change in weather, so, right? So um, are we are we actually saying, I think we are saying this, and I'm, we are actually saying that AI is already massively impacting our lives. And what I mean by that is, for example, apparently there's a, a tape that's now known to be AI of Roger Stone at a party saying he was going to, uh, uh, he, well, he was arranging an assassination of some Democrat um, uh, um, senators. I don't know whether you've heard about this, and they've uh -huh. proven now that it's AI. It's not him speaking. They've used his voice. And they've dubbed it all over. And apparently, there's a if you if you look at it from a um, a digital point of view, you can see it's been corrupted. But that is very worrying, isn't it? That we can now have, we could even have a, a presentation by somebody who's never made this presentation telling us to do something that we trust. That's yeah, I really well, quite scary. all of all of that may be true. I was really talking about AI that means absolute idiots, right? And, yeah, I know. No, I know. And I think I just think that we have a whole bunch of people that are like these these little talking talking creatures, right? That stay in our face all the time, um, and they they literally, honestly, just don't really know what's going on. So they read whatever is on the teleprompter in front of them, and they try to follow that narrative of questions. Well, that teleprompter's questions and that narrative um, was false. And so we're actually asking false questions about false issues and false conditions. And, and we literally, they will scream or shut you down if, you, if you're having an honest conversation. I mean, this goes all the way. I mean, when it reached kind of the pinnacle of, of censorship, wasn't, wasn't really during COVID. It was uh, surrounding what originally was the 2016 election, which I think there was a significant amount of fraud in that. Trump won, but I think there was a significant amount of fraud. We had a significant uh, number of ooh, fraud geez. issues in 2020. We'll, we'll pick it up with 2016 when we come back with the second leg of the journey. It's roll route. Today, I am in Great Bend, Kansas with Simpson Farm Enterprises. The Apache Sprayer demonstrations and information seminars are taking place and the chuck box aficionado is cooking at noon i've seen what's laying around here for food you're going to want to be there simpsonfarm.com at the patchy sprayers helping you control pests so you can brag about being the best we're back with more roll route after this <laughs> welcome back roll route Trent Lewis alongside Andrew Henderson in the UK, Texas J, along with Miss Missouri, Mrs. Missouri. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Texas J. Texas J. That's great. Texas J. We're just going to go with that from now on. It was on. JR, Texas J. but now there's Texas J. Because JR yeah. was Texas, wasn't it? Dallas, Texas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right up the so, road here. Uh, so, Jay, I didn't interrupt you because I didn't want to have the conversation. I interrupted you because of my clock said I had to. But yeah. I just want to weigh in and then I want to turn you back to 2016 because. You know, I went to the Mike Lindell Election Integrity Seminar in Springfield. I think uh -huh. it was August. Yeah. And they had a guy present and talking about he is the one that developed the algorithms in 2000 
to help the Democrats win the elections in 2000. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. And so then I started asking people, I said, well, if if he developed these algorithms to manipulate elections in 2000, how did Trump beat Hillary in 2016? Yeah, I would agree that there was manipulation in 2016. But he and he, their answer was, "Well, we needed to get an advantage to get the win." I I said, "Whoa, whoa, time out! I thought this conference was all about election integrity. It sounds to me like it's about right. election manipulation the way we want it." So yeah. back to where you were in 2016, Jay. Yeah, the only thing no. the, only, the only thing about that guy just before you finish that that guy that you're talking about who developed the algorithm to do that. Um, he, they, from what I understand, he didn't develop it for that. They used that technology. It wasn't him that developed it to do that. He used, they used his technology to manipulate the, the, the elections. That's how I understand. I'm not arguing with that. The, the yeah. point yeah. is the elections and, and, have been rigged and when, and, for a long and time. So the rigging of 2016, uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure that, um, how, it was rigged in 2016 was a very, very clever, blatant um, approach to focusing on the states that they needed to win to win the electrical, electoral, electoral college. That's how I understand that, too. But I agree with you, Trent. I think your elections have been manipulated. I actually think they've probably been manipulated before 2000, to be I honest. Agree. Not, well, not we, necessarily. We, but I want Jay to finish his thoughts. So go, Jay. Yeah. No, we've always so we've always had fraud um, in in yeah. elections. That's not the point, but uh, but at some point in the process, uh, and I uh, again, we know. I think we pretty much know for a fact based on on internet data packets as well, right? That um, that we started shipping information to other places. It was changed and returned back to election polling centers and data centers. Um, dating back um, at least to probably the 2008 election. Um, mm-hmm. and just before that, we can't really find the evidence because we didn't think to track that kind of evidence. I, I, don't, I don't think this is party-specific so, either. It's no, I don't I think agree. so either. Right? We got, rid of, we, yeah. we got rid of some Republicans that were a pain in the butt um, in a couple of cases, I think. And we got rid of some Democrats that were... Um, that were a pain in the butt in a, in mm. a handful of cases as well, I think. So, no, I, I it, my point is, is that I think the, the, the point that I was really trying to make is that um, people are getting all worried about um, this AI discussion. And I, there's plenty of concerns, right? We could probably do 25 shows on AI and there's various things about it. But AI doesn't have any information that somebody didn't already put out for it. It is, it can sort based on somebody's uh, preferences, et cetera, et cetera. But the, my point really is, is that what, what we're experiencing even live from live human beings and in live settings, and maybe even a, just like a show this morning, if my narrative is so carved out that the only thing that I can discuss with you is one exact perspective, then everything else becomes a lie uh, mm. to me, right? And 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 so, what are people supposed to trust? And I, I this last a couple of days ago, I sent Trent um, 
uh, some talking points from one of the world's largest banks, one of their leading economists inside. Jay, Jay, I want to get to that, but I got a text comment about what we were talking about here that I think is very relevant. And then we'll talk about controlling food. And thank you, Blake Kennedy. The AI are so good that what can be done is absolutely insane, but they are a good tool no different than a gun it's about the mm-hmm. person that's doing the to using the tool not about the weapon itself oh no, yeah true. and i'll just the, add the, to that that i left last night and i had a guilt in pin three that kelly is supposed to ai today but i have a feeling it's a whole different tool anyway. right yeah yeah she's not out there letting the computer talk to that guilt um, no, no, if she no. is doing I, actually I, actually as well that um one of the things that that we are doing now is a live conversation, which is going out live, which is, uh, well, I I find it difficult to understand how AI could manipulate what we're doing live. That's the first thing. And and last night, um, guys, something really big happened here in the UK. Our unelected prime minister went live on a debate on TV uh, where people could, it was a question, like one of your town halls, and uh, by some uh, amazing misfortune for the people that were holding the event, GB News, who uh, you know they are just as part of the um, uh, the mainstream media as anybody else. That's been convinced, you know, obvious now because they've sacked anybody that starts to really ask some serious questions. There was a guy on there that decided to go straight for our prime minister and ask him directly about vaccine injuries and deaths, given that he had had a severe reaction to the vaccines. And then he started listing off the thousands and thousands of other people that have received yellow cards. And uh, and could he look him in the eyes and tell him that these weren't real issues? And where was the compensation? Well, I'm going to tell you now. The TV station was trying to stop the guy. He was so eloquent. He just went and he just nailed our prime minister into a corner he'll never get out of. It's that it was that good. It was a complete, well, assassination by voice. Now, what's happened since is this guy was very close to death. He's well known actually. He had very serious myocarditis, blood clots, etc. He's now the spokesperson for everybody that gets vaccine injuries. And what's interesting is that. Um, the mainstream media this morning went out to the UK general public on this morning TV and he was described, this. they described this guy as an anti-vaxxer. It's like a powder keg, guys. They, there's no way they'll ever get away with saying that again. Yeah, how can a guy who complied and took the vaccine be labeled an anti-vaxxer? Exactly. Exactly. And, uh, and that, is, that is it. But the other thing is it was live on TV and he was and he was explaining how uh, the media have been silent, how the medical profession has been silent, how he's been silent. And he said, and we know there's these thousands of people that just left to either suffer or die. And all of you are complicit. And he did it in such a really concise, direct way. And he said, you look me in the eyes and tell me that's not the case. And do you know what the prime minister said? He Next was question. Yeah. He said, he was off guard and he said, well, there is a compensation scheme. Whoa, what does that tell Uh-oh. you? What he said that? that? They've already thought about it. 
Oh, that yeah, was not artificial intelligence. <laughs> yeah, no. They've already done the math. And that's they've done the math. That's when the genie came whoosh out of the bottle because then yeah. you know now. That Meanwhile, half of the UK citizens are still taking the jab. No, that's not true. In fact, the if you look at the UK, it's down to twice nothing. It's a very tiny percentage of people taking the jab here now. I know that for a but because I'm obviously I'm friend with doctors, but I know that's true. That the trouble is they are being forced to take other jabs though that are very concerning. So we're having a, a TV drive. It's all over our TV, and I, I don't know whether you. Well, I'm, I'm sure you will be for um, uh, shingles. Are you seeing that one? No, absolutely. Oh, we did. We've been, We've been the there shingles. for a couple We've of years. We've been on the shingles, shingles route for a couple. Of but that's a that's a legacy of the of the vaccine. I, I miss we, I misunderstood the whole thing, and so we bought a roofing company, right? Because <laughs> um, <laughs> I thought I was I thought I was going to get on the wave, and we were going to make millions. And come to find out, there hasn't been a hailstorm since we bought the roofing company. So it's just been a big drag on our bottom line. But, I'll give you that one. But yeah, yeah that that we, was that was priceless. But I got to go to a break. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'll give you that. No, no, I can use his, some shit. This was, my house. No, Come on. Yeah, over. this one's brought to you by All Pro Roofing out of Dallas, Texas. <laughs> oh, here we go. Yeah, here we there go. you go. Or it's yeah. brought to you by Certified Piedmontese, which is a group of Great Plains cattlemen working together to produce the most tender beef you can find on earth. I know that because every single animal is genomically tested to verify the myostatin gene is present. What does that mean to you, the consumer? You just have an assurance that it is going to be tender beef. The Piedmontese cattle do it naturally. It's the myostatin gene, and you can tap into it at cpbeef.com. The best part of the deal. You don't need to go to the store. We deliver the tender beef to your door. More Roll Route, by the way, cpbeef.com. More Roll Route after this. <laughs> Welcome back. Roll route, Trent Lewis alongside Andrew Henderson. All right, Texas Jay is going to get to his story about Robobank. You started to tell us. <laughs> okay, yeah. sorry. No, no. So the, I mean, and the, and again, I think this is where uh, this is where maybe there is this confluence of of us us taking a narrative. It becomes something that AI actually does self generate, and you can start to see it turn up in in other places because now that uh, this week, this last weekend, uh, uh, every couple of three weeks, uh, I get this update from Rabobank, uh, left over from uh, my DC experience, right? That's one of their economists sends out and it's talking points on the food industry. Well, this same person has been writing about obesity concerns inside the United States. That's a real, that's an honest subject that needs to be addressed, right? And why? Mm -hmm. And and, a, and about a year ago, I kind of got inspired by the fact that finally, for the first time, somebody was talking about the importance of protein in a diet. Well, then I got disillusioned really quick when I realized that really what they were trying to do was to pump support into Beyond Meat and, and these other companies that have just failed miserably in the marketplace, right? And, um, and, and so... Uh, they weren't willing to let that go. Now we've actually transferred into protein substitutes and protein uh, equivalents, right? Mm -hmm. That are going into uh, ultra high, ultra processed foods. Mm 
And the instead of having a conversation about really what should we be eating, right? We literally can't have that conversation because they're so determined to try to manipulate and manage and control what actually happens um, uh, inside of human diets because there's a handful of food companies, really about six in the world, that really control most of the processed food that is consumed in the world. And so we they, they're going to kowtow to those people and the subsidiaries underneath them instead of us just having this real simple conversation, which is that and, and you you bring you brought it up uh, uh, before we ever started, I think, Andrew. But this idea that uh, just eating really basic, simple foods, right, all the things that we know, our grandparents and great grandparents uh, lived, worked and died on them, uh, combined with some probably some smart things to do with biblical style fasting, whether you're doing it for biblical reasons or not, doesn't matter. The basic concepts, a proven concept has been out there for, you know, um, uh, in my mind, about uh, 5,800 years, right? So um, you, you look at that and you go, okay, but instead we're trying to figure out how to put ground crickets into a, a, a breakfast bar and increase the protein content so that we get some safe, satiation uh, or satisfaction in our system, right? And our body doesn't crave additional carbs, of which every single one of our governments told us was the solution for mm. about 55 years straight. So we had to increase, yeah, we had to increase the number of carbs <laughs> in our diet. And we well, had to increase uh, artificial fibers even, right? Over natural fiber. And and well, it's, it's, uh, you, I, you I, read this. You read this from some of the the, the same bank that is financing a Dutch farmer um, who is being told that he has to reduce his dairy output, and the and the pig guy in in that same part of the world that's been told that he has to reduce his output because of his climate footprint, and is funding the cricket research um, in in Central Africa, right? Yep is yep. the same entity that's trying to convince me now, right? And that's why I'm saying you when you when you see that story come out, you have to look way down the line to figure out where it really came from. When yes. Trent tells me to eat a steak or a pork chop, it doesn't take me but a millisecond to understand what his incentives are. When you watch the news, read the news, search it on the internet, it's almost impossible in today's world because of this confluence of how technology and information flows around for you to sort it out. And I feel sorry for the average person. I have a lot of hours during the day that I can spend doing this. They well, don't, I, right? Well, I mean, well, life well, takes up their life. Um, and Trent was in the in 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 the crossword poem today was mentioning, unfortunately, how um, the media has changed. The males, the young males in America, and oh, yeah. uh, given what you're saying, I, I can see that now. I listen. I, I know this is going to sound frivolous, but it, it's true. On your Super Bowl the other day, your installed president had an advert. I, I, I read. I, are the two of you aware of what that advert was about? Because it really is incredible that this was actually aired. I want to tell you, if you've not, if you've not seen it, just say I haven't seen it. Did you see no, the advert? No, I didn't. I didn't even I didn't hear about it. it. Okay, he showed a number of brands 
that he said were guilty of, this was his words, of shrinkflation, which he described as um, companies that were selling uh, very delicious food in smaller quantities now, and they were doing it to hoodwink the general public. And he quoted that his favorite, I think it was Ben and Jerry's shop chip uh, ice cream, the tub had shrunk. Now, these are the people that are telling us that obesity is terrible and, and that eating no meat and eat, eat, eat less carbs and everything else. He's going on national TV at the biggest audience that's ever on there and telling them the complete opposite. How do you work that out? He's yeah. never been about health and well-being for anybody. No, but, but oh, I want to go back to something. people not work that out? How do the people They're... not look at that and go, huh? What it's their fault. Guy? If they don't figure that out, it's their fault. But I want to go yeah. back to something Jay said that you and I talked about last week, Andrew, which I think yeah. is a big deal and people aren't working out and they need to work out. He was talking about processed foods and we've had this negative yeah. stigma about processed foods. And I'm not an advocate for processed foods. I don't, I eat very few processed foods. It doesn't matter. But now the government and USDA has come up with this whole new category of ultra processed foods. Yeah. Right. And your sausages and hamburger and you any this, meat yeah, product yeah. is included in this. And this yeah. is a calculated ploy to remove those vital nutritional components that are for healthy living. Well, it's well, back and to the CO2 thing, isn't it? It's the, yeah, the it's all thing. tied. Absolutely. But, in, but inside, inside that exact document that we just talked about, they they find they finally admitted their references to the fact of of how much vegetable protein is being pushed through hot dogs today to try to meet this new imaginary standard that they want to shoot for in the future and and again that's exactly my point we know we know how to actually put protein inside of human beings that's not rocket science we've been doing that really efficiently for for since the beginning of man hunting something down, but it's it's it, but what they're doing with throat. but what they're doing with what Trent is saying is that they're um they're trying to con you in a, such a bad way because genuine sausages, genuine um, meats that are put together uh, from a part of an animal that maybe isn't uh, popular, those have been proven to have other nutrients in there that. That's why we used to eat the whole animal. That's why we uh -huh. ate the liver, the kidneys, etc. So right. a sausage um, is a meal in itself. Um, a haggis, you know, with, let's talk about, these are the things that are able to nourish every part of your body. And they're actually telling people that they're the bad things. Right. That yeah. really is, the, that it, takes the biscuit. It does take the biscuit. Well, it's an intended outcome to de deter public health. Look at eggs. Yeah. In 1898, yeah. they knew that the yolk of yeah. an egg identified toxins in the gut and would go attack and neutralize the toxins. When's the last Absolutely. time you heard somebody talking about that? Yeah, right. you're right. Instead, right. we I mean, demonized eggs. And right. You know, when people, when people turn around and say, yeah, oh, come on, Andrew, we can't keep going on about all these subjects. And I'm thinking, yeah, but hang on a minute. This is technically murder. You need to understand it what is. the stakes are here. Yeah. The stakes no. are really high. It's got to be sorted out, you know? And no no statement you can make is more important than that. And I mean, honestly, we, we've, been, we've been watching the systematic um, uh, development of information 
that they know is false. And again, yeah. that my whole my whole point when I brought up the election stuff wasn't to talk about the election. No, it's actually to build the case. Again, the whole reason I bring it up, and again, I know people get tired of hearing this, but the the whole reason to bring it up is is that you've been punked. Uh, to use a 1980s term, right? You've been yeah. punk. The joke's on you. And mm. you fell for it. And the, the worst thing about being punked is when you don't even know that it happened. And you really actually bought into the joke. Well, and, we, and so now the joke has become real. And that's mm. why AI matters. Because in yeah. that narrative, it is already written down as fact. Yeah. And so yeah. now you're believing a lie because it's if you do an AI, I, you know what? Again, AI is a great tool to help you research and see what facts have been written all over the world and the globe and get them assigned into a quick piece of paper. And you can do it. I use it on a regular basis to search for information and data, et cetera. But come on. When, when you look at that data and you realize, you know what, that's actually a lie, but it's sourced well. Yeah. Right. Ask yeah. it to give you the footnotes and sourcing for what it where where well, it came up with that like, fact, and like, it will. That's like asking a politician for when they said we followed the science. Can you show us the science, please? Because that's mm. an yeah. as well. And yeah. yeah, it it all comes back to us. We fell prey as a society to all of this misinformation about nutrition because we just took it at face value without doing the research ourselves. The election's yeah, no yeah. different. The jab's no yeah, different. Right. You have to have a level of self-responsibility, not expect somebody else is going to take care of it for you. No, you're right, Trent. You're yeah. absolutely you're, right. You're not going to you're not going to get it from the five o'clock news. Period. If you no. ever believe that that's ever going to change, and at least probably in my lifetime, you need to dismiss that thought. Watch right. that to see what happened in your local community. Uh, watch your local news just to see. You can maybe trust what the weatherman tells you the temperature was today. Uh, he's wrong about tomorrow and the next day anyway. And so <laughs> just go with it, right? No, I mean, no, understand that that's the world that you no, live no, no, no. in. You need to go to the Trent Loose weatherman. He, he's pretty cool. He can tell you what's going to happen yeah. in in, uh, in California before it does, before anybody predicted it. Fair yeah. play. We Good have guess. to go to a, no. I I did not predict it. I got it from a guy who predicted it. It's just that I was paying attention. <laughs> I have to go to a break. Let's see. We're going to talk about Greg Hager today. Greg Hager continues to be out on the road, inspiring people with his music. Greg Hager's country roots will keep you in boots. And what does that mean? All good things in this country have come about because people were wearing boots to produce something from steel to lumber to food. The beverage, no farmers, no beer. That that's not Greg Hager's thing. That's that's mine from another issue we'll talk about later. Greg Hager continuing to inspire people about country and Christian roots. Details at greghager.com. Ask him to come to your event. Last segment. Roll up right after this. Welcome back, Roll Route, Trent Loose. I have to do this, Andrew, because sometimes you and I fall prey to uh, continuing conversations on from across the pond to Roll Route, and that's not fair because not everybody was with us on Across the Pond, but okay. we were talking about today, uh, I found a sign where farmers who are protesting with tractors, and I believe it's Italy, um, had a, Italian, no farmers, no food, but in English at the bottom, Jay, on the back of this tractor, it said, no farmers, no beer. 
and you know, no beer, there no beer. If you, yeah. if you get rid of beer, you know, you're, you're going to cause serious. Riot. Yeah. Oh yeah. No people. I mean, you, you know what? Listen, we should, uh, um, Try making uh, alcohol, period, without uh, somebody in agriculture being involved. Yeah, it won't happen. Uh, it's really tough unless you're gathering honey, uh, what is, uh, mead, making mead in your backyard from honey, you know, somewhere. And even I would call that an agriculture. That's activity. agricultural. So, yeah. so there, that's isn't any, there isn't any alcoholic no. drink that isn't made out of um, a crop, actually. Correct. Uh, have either one of you, both of you, watched the documentary about how beer saved the world? It's actually fascinating. I watched yeah. it twice. No, I, well, I saw I it on one of the. Uh... Now, that now that you've told me, I certainly will. And um, yeah, and uh, I, I, and I can imagine. You, you know, you, you know, that's why you've brought it up again. You know, you've come up with something here because I'm going to tell everybody that because once that gets around, no farmers, no beer. That's a pretty yeah. good message to give to you to your. Uh, you're a anti, uh, you know, anti-populist person who thinks the globalists are correct. Right. You'll have a problem with that one. Yeah. Um, Jay, I don't. Trent hasn't mentioned this, but you know, last week we had a, a slight disagreement about the value of um, the bill at your border. Uh -huh. okay, do you remember that last week? Sure. I, I don't want to concentrate on it. Oh, 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 suffice to say, though, there was a pretty. Uh, big response i got to that show which doesn't normally happen so i will say that there was a, a a response which means that that means that people are watching us and and making their own opinion but um i thought that was bad you thought it was a start that's let's just stay there yeah. but this week oh this this one i want to throw you at you are you aware that you know they've cast off the um um the border bill, in order to give more money to Zelensky, they're now gerrymandering a new bill um, that's going to pay a load of money to Israel and, and Ukraine. And, um, you know, some of the, the rhinos have walked over the other side and they're going to vote apparently today with the, um, with, the, with the Democrats and pass this huge payment uh, to secure the Ukrainian border, no less. But the yeah. one thing I've found out, and it's all over the internet, so I think it's true, is that there's also a little little thing in there that's been put to make sure that if an incoming president stops that funding, he will be impeached. Have you heard about this? Yeah, I, I've seen, you know what? That's not really a new tactic. People try to do that all the time. And you do Ooh. have some... Uh, it, it happens pretty frequently. It's that's really not that uncommon for somebody to try to bind the hands of a future administration. It doesn't work. Oh, okay, uh, good. Yeah, there's really too many ways to get around it. I, I've been on the side where I was advocating for that, right? Um, oh. Because it was something that I wanted to do that would bind the next president. When you know that you're probably going to lose the next election, or you have a sense that you're going to lose. Uh, control uh, in the next election and you want to do it. Yeah, uh, that, okay. that's really pretty common, honestly. So the, so the devil is not in the detail it's there. Not, it's not about. so much that they spe specify impeachment, but it becomes a criminal act to do it. And they just look for a way around it. I mean, we have, it's there's 33,000 registered lawyers in Washington, D.C. 
Right. For real? Them? Something For like real? that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I looked I looked up the numbers one time actually oh, of yeah. the people that had actually, you know, responded you, you to know, some survey. And it's a crazy number. And so both of you and Trent are very good at reeling off numbers that nobody could ever check. It's just okay, well, no, you can yeah, numbers. you can find you can you can find that number yourself, right? I and it's probably more now, right? Oh. That was ten okay. years ago, so the numbers probably increased. But literally, I mean, you can't you can't have dinner without one of them, unfortunately, sitting at your table, usually, right? <laughs> I mean, if you invite more than you and your wife and neither of the two of you are a lawyer, that's the like a you 90% know, chance that, that somebody will be. Do you know what that reminds me of, uh, Jay? That reminds me of my uh, various meetings and dinners that I had when I was in China. There was oh, always yeah. somebody from the police, somebody from the army, and somebody... Uh, from the legal department sat around the table. Yeah, trying to just pay Same. attention. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, I, my, the point is, is you can always find somebody to actually show you a way around that. Um, I, okay. uh, that's number one. Number two, I don't think this package actually passes as it is. Uh, I, I think it's going to get some adjustment to it in order to get through the house. Well, some poor guy with cancer is being rolled out to make sure it doesn't go through, isn't it? That's, well, uh, Mr. Scalise, in all fairness, he was coming back anyway. He's been uh, taking uh, uh, treatments for cancer, and he goes back home to do those, uh, mm. which is probably great, right? Um, um, yeah. But he's had a kind of a unique, uh, a unique form of cancer that he has to have treatments for. That's not really a big surprise, but... No, he's coming back. He is coming back, but he's coming back for a variety of reasons. Number one, he's okay. in house leadership, and uh, he is. Okay. Uh, well, uh, I'm not deterring us from Scalia, but yeah. or, um, not Scalia. I got <laughs> yeah, yeah. 1.3 million attorneys in the United States today. Forty <laughs> percent of those are female. Ooh. And that is four attorneys for every 1,000 people. Therein lies the problem. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That well, there's, and there's, a huge, there's a huge number of people who have JDs, right, that work in D.C. that actually aren't real lawyers. And I think that was the number that I came up with. But it doesn't matter. They're still lawyers. So, right? so hang on a minute. So what you're saying is that one, if one lawyer had his or her fair share of the cake they would only have 250 potential clients correct which then means well that, that's just staggering because mm -hmm. um look at what the average lawyer makes and uh, it's just that's the reason why we're in this mess isn't it it <laughs> is I agree 100% I don't know what the average lawyer makes but uh, this is the reason we're in this mistake because then uh, yeah. You know what else we need, Jay, is a percentage of elected officials that actually have a Juris Doctorate. Yeah. No, I, again, wow. I, you know, I guess I look at them a little bit differently just because I've been around so many. Uh, literally, I hired a lawyer um, for our construction company to be a project management specialist. And uh, and so I actually kind of like people that have, have uh, that kind of education just because I think it helps them be good critical thinkers and all kinds of things. Right. And that's, that is one of the reasons that a lot of them turn up in th places like public policy. They don't really practice law, but they are lawyers and they have that kind of training. I'm not even opposed to it. 
I don't really care how many we have. I'm just saying that you can't turn around in Washington, D.C. without bumping into one. And, I, and, yeah, and they're I have everywhere, a big issue so you with can their find training, a way though. around it. Well, tra- so training it's is in flawed. some cases. Wait maybe. a minute. My phone's, quick, my phone's just pinged. The Senate has passed this uh, bill. Does that mean it now goes to the House? It goes back to the House, and yeah. they're going to they'll basically put some poison pills in it and then it won't ever pass the Senate again uh, or it won't pass the house. One of the two, I, I this thing's going to get worked over uh, a couple different times. We're not done with it. We got a couple weeks before it becomes a, like a big, big, huge thing. Um, Ukraine's probably writing checks based on some expectation for funding in the future. And um, no, they're, they're actually Cashing checks, selling weapons yeah. that we gave them to the cartels in Mexico. Twenty-two yeah. Republicans have voted yes. Yeah, yeah I in don't the think Senate, or what are you talking about? In no, the Senate, on the Senate side, yeah, that's not a, really a surprise. And really, those aren't. I, uh, to be honest with you, I wouldn't even say that that is the moderates that made that happen. If you really look at the breakdown of that vote, I think what you'll probably see is that there's a handful of people that really do want um, to be engaged in a war activity against Russia. Um, some of that is deep-seated all the way back to the 1980s, right? And so um, they're... They, they look like... They, 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 is, they look is like dangerous to, to try to make an I'm assumption. Just based I, off I the know that they, they're, to a man, all anti-Trump, um, or woman, um, and, they're, um, and they're all... You know, they're warmongers, all of them. Yeah, but those two things aren't mutually exclusive, right? I mean, um, you can be both, and uh, and you can be one of the Grassley pretends to support Trump, doesn't he? Oh, Grassley Mm -hmm. does support Trump. Mm -hmm. Depends on his audience. He's really good at catering to his audience. But, well, so let me say this. On the things that Chuck Grassley really controls, which is tax and finance committee stuff, uh, which he controls as much as anybody, um, yeah. he was as big an advocate of the Trump platform as anybody in in Washington, D.C. Uh, on the intelligence side of his his service, which also... Uh, is pretty pretty important, uh, and he's pretty tenacious about it. He's been the only guy that's called out the Justice Department, and he did call out the Trump Justice Department as much as he's called out the Biden Justice Department. And okay. nothing's happened as a result of that, but uh, I, I think give Chuck Grassley props in that. Category. I think he's the only guy that was already in office when Joe Biden started, too. Yeah, probably so, yeah. Yeah. It's time. It's time for a lot of things. It's time for us to wrap it up. It's time for Chuck Grassley to go home. <laughs> yeah. He's time he went out to grass. Yeah. As, yeah. as with McConnell and Romney and Murawski or whatever her name and is. And which is why we need Murkowski. to vote by hand, count them by hand, and deliver yeah. them to the Secretary of State by hand yeah. and get rid yeah. of the computers and the AI. Why is it we You're talk right. about AI in every segment segment of our life? And we don't think about it with voting. That'll do it. We have successfully journeyed down the path, connecting food producers to food consumers. For Andrew Henderson and Texas Jay, I'm Trent Luce. All three of us reminding you that all roads do lead to a rural route. 
And before I let you get away, let's talk about human health. One of the elements of nature that you need in a supplement way, that's what I do anyway. Every morning I wake up, it's a nitric oxide supplement lozenge. Get more details about nitric oxide, no2u.com. Dr. Nathan Bryan has full details. That's no, number two, letter u.com. Trent is your coupon code. It's all about cardiovascular health. If your blood's not working, what else will? no2u.com.